All right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Marissa. And maybe we can start out, um, maybe talk about your first memory with uh, maybe rock climbing. Like maybe do you remember, you know, what was your, like your first um, experience with climbing? It was actually an accident. Um, and Hamilton, thanks for having me. Um, it was an accident. Um, my brother, my older brother had this really neat climbing barn at his school that he went to where literally you walked in and the entire thing floor to ceiling was just covered in holds and um, I remember him uh, coming home and he had in, in the process of clipping from the wall to the ceiling he had fallen and caught his hand in the clip and um, so unfortunately he had a pretty bad injury from it Yikes. Um, so it stuck in my mind but um, you know even in that negative moment it was turned into a positive because of what it had done as a sport to for me to look into so I just I'd always been interested in it and um, but yeah that's probably my earliest memory nice and maybe go fast forward like uh, you know kind of what you study you know like school-wise what were you interested interested in um, oh man um all kinds of things I got a degree in sociology I later got another degree in organizational management um and then I later got my nursing degree so um I've, I've bounced around between a couple different things have a couple different degrees and have loved entrepreneurship loved owning my own business and uh, really loved having an opportunity to create something good for the community so um, health and wellness is very important to me. Of course, that came into play with my nursing degree and um, really being able to open a business that helps promote health and wellness is, has been wonderful. When, when was kind of like the, when did the entrepreneurial thing start for you? Was that something, were you a kid that, you know, uh, I don't know, sold lemonade or, you know, Girl I Scout had a couple cookies. lemonade stands. Yep, I did that with my cousins growing up. Um, yeah, I was a Girl Scout, um, so I, I definitely won some awards for selling the most amount of cookies and things like that. So you have a sales DNA. I guess so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so, but did you see yourself, did you, did you think that you could start like a company, like a whole company, like from scratch and like have employees and this kind of thing like when did that idea like first come into your head of like I can I can make something it's going to be valuable I'm going to need people to work with me in order to accomplish this um now I work backwards from there or like how do you even think about um the, the startup phase because I think that's an interesting phase that uh I don't know if we get enough like attention about that part like mm -hmm. how it like how early someone really thinks about that when they're starting something. So right. I'm curious when well, did you start? Um, I think for me it started with a passion for climbing and for fitness and um, but there's a difference, right? I mean, who, everyone probably listening to this podcast has watched at least one or two Shark Tank episodes and you see Mr. Wonderful, you know, <laughs> hammer down on people that are talking about, you know, is it a business or is it a hobby? You know, because you can certainly pay to do a hobby. So that's what a lot of businesses turn into. And um, so I think for me, I wanted to start a climbing gym because I loved climbing and my husband loves climbing. And um, so that's what made it really fun, um, drilling down into like the business side. Um, you know, you can't run a climbing gym by yourself. Um, we have uh, tons of employees now. And um, so there's part of that where you need to figure out, well, how do, you, how do you tackle that? How do you get the right people? How do those people know what they're doing? Um, how do you train them? How do you hire them? Um, how can you coach them and help 
them, you know, develop professionally. So there's there's a lot of moving parts, and um, with our climbing gym, Hamilton, we have everything everything from front desk staff we have um we have hit trainers for group fitness classes we have yoga instructors we have rope setters um, who design the the way that the rock holds go on the wall um so in in each of those um each of those assets uh, of the business they they all have a little bit different of a background um, and so really you have to figure out as a owner and as a manager um, how do you pick the right people for those jobs and and get them doing what they want to be doing so it's it's been really exciting to work we have the best community and um, that's one of the things that I really strive for is I want to make latitude always a place where people enjoy working um, because it's that's what it should be it should be fun it should be exciting it should be um, wonderful for uh, the workers and it should be great for the members as well I love that and I was gonna talk about maybe how do you how does one go about kind of hiring and sourcing the talent but then I'm also thinking about how you meet your co-founder and your partner and Mm -hmm. your husband so maybe we start with that maybe how did you guys start or how did you meet and then you know how did you even uh decide or uh you know maybe you didn't decide but uh, (laughs) you know how did you how did you move forward with kind of doing the business together did you ever think about like uh was that like a dream for you or like was that like a was that like a goal maybe that like, okay, we're going to have a company together and we can spend time together? Is that like a conscious thing? It all happened really seamlessly and really quickly. Basically, it's uh, myself, my husband, Matt, and our business partner, Jason. Um, Jason, Matt, and I had all climbed together at another local gym. Um, I didn't know Jason very well at all. Um, I don't think I even had like a memory of meeting him too much, although I'm sure we crossed paths. Um, but my husband and Jason had definitely crossed paths in the climbing gym and just sort of knew each other from that. Climbing is a really social sport because you're on the wall, you know, actually climbing for only maybe 15, 20, 30 seconds, but then you're resting for the rest of the time. So it's, there's a lot of social components to it. And, um, so Jason and Matt had crossed paths and basically when Matt and I decided that we wanted to own uh, a climbing gym and start one we put out some feelers and on Facebook we started a Facebook ad campaign just talking about a rock climbing gym that was going to come to Norfolk and um, so Jason saw it and he asked around and figured out who was behind it basically and connected with us and you know it was a pretty instant match we just all got along really really well um, Jason had a little bit of a background with some interest in starting one prior um, and so he had a little bit of a head start and um, you know we all just kind of came together with our different backgrounds and um, kind of hit the ground running it was wonderful we started the gym I think we're the fastest climbing gym to ever open we we started um, from start to finish it was six and a half months most gyms take two years Jeez. so we we worked together pretty seamlessly tons of conversations lots of decisions needed to be made rapidly 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 um and we all have skill sets that complement one another that's the biggest theme that i've noticed in this um in this journey is teamwork it really uh it really does make the dream work (laughs) no that's great that's a good point um this is this is really good because there's so many i have so many follow-up questions um so i'm gonna try to focus it a little bit um maybe talk about how you all are organized and like 
you know, kind of as partners, like what you focus on, what Matt focuses on, what Jason focuses on, mm-hmm. and you know, how did you guys kind of decide on those folk on that like kind of focus? Um, did, did you all go with what you love, or did you go with what you're actually good at? Like, you know, how do you how do you like decide? Like, I'm gonna take just HR, you're gonna take finance, <laughs> you're gonna take right you know, the actual design of the gym. Like, yeah, it's a, it's funny how it all worked out. I mean, I think probably the most natural one was for Jason. Um, he has an accounting background by trade, um, so he naturally moves towards, um, you know, working on certainly the accounting, but also the working on the small business loan that we had, um, helping navigate the insurance process. So that was a, a fairly um, natural way for him to go. Um, for me, I have a background in management, and um, and I also had the most flexibility with my current job at the time, which was as a nurse. And when it came down to it, none of us planned on leaving our day jobs to run Latitude. Um, but I had the most flexibility and there did become a moment where it was like, okay, one of us really should be here um, yeah. on a day-to-day basis. And so I ended up leaving nursing to run Latitude full time. Um, and you know, so I became essentially the general manager. Um, so I had a management background, I had the degree in management. Um, and so all those things helped me with it. Um, and then Matt came into play, um, not really having much of a background, but really having a knack for being able to pick things up. Um, so he does have an operations background, um, and what he's been able to do for the business has been instrumental with creating a website. He learned web design. Um, he learned a ton of different software programs. So he figured out which software we were going to use for human resources, mm-hmm. payroll, scheduling, task management. So all those systems, he was uh, just essential in determining which pro- programs we were going to use and um, not only which ones were going to be best for us, but which ones were going to be the most cost effective. So um, he came into play um, in that regard. So we all kind of just took it all on. We still do a lot together um, and we make a lot of decisions even day to day. I mean, Latitude started almost two, a little over two years ago, about 21 or 25 months ago now. And I don't think there's a day that Matt, Jason and I haven't been on the phones yeah. <laughs> ever since then. So yeah, it's been a lot of communication and um, it's been really wonderful to just work together on that. And then you, your first location um, is huge and you know it's in a beautiful building and uh, the build out is amazing so maybe talk a little bit about how you how did you decide on that location um, you know you mentioned it was a fast growth uh, to get it open and move ahead so like maybe talk through like what do you do during those six was it six months yeah what, what did you do on a month-to-month basis after you decided on this location how did you like kind of project manage it across the finish line or or did, yeah. or did it just do its own thing and the, <laughs> you know the uh, thing just it's all such own. a blur um we we picked the design we had contacts who um, were pretty prominent landlords in the area um and we knew that they had this building available it was basically in, um uninhabitable when we first saw it um the roof was all about to collapse. I mean, you walked in the building and it was like nerve wracking because you didn't know if the roof was going to fall in. Um, you know, the windows were broken. There was, um, you know, a lot just falling down and, um, it really needed a ton of tender love and care. Um, and luckily we found wonderful landlords that that was what they wanted to do. They wanted to rehab it. They've done that with a lot of other buildings in Norfolk. And, um, so they had committed to do that. They put in the beautiful skylights. They worked with the historic, 
committee to uh, really restore the building to um, its original state as much as possible within the historic uh, guidelines. And so that's why when you walk into latitude climbing, you see the exposed brick and you see the gorgeous natural light through the windows. And, um, you know, we wanted to preserve as much of it as possible. So, you know, we have the concrete floors and it really has this nice feel to it. Um, so we, we had a lot of uh, good luck, kind of right, right place, right time, meeting up with those landlords and connecting with them and being able to negotiate the right deal for us and be able to move forward quickly on it. So it's been a great building. We're really happy with it. And, um, you know, having a historic building has its problems. Certainly for the first year, every time it rained, you know, it rained a little bit inside the building, but it. <laughs> it wasn't anything we couldn't handle and um, certainly adds to the charm a little bit in Love some it. funny way. So. So, all right, so you have this building, you have the gym, you have the concept. What's the, maybe kind of like the planning phase, like um, maybe, maybe like what's the business planning like? If, you know, do you write a formal like business plan and you like say, go, we're going to get this done or, or is it? Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah, we did. We wrote a formal business plan. Yep. And we certainly needed that, um, you know, really to put pen to paper for our own thoughts, but also... Um, that was instrumental with our business loan. You know, the bank that we used really wanted to see that and what's the plan and how do we, you know, quote unquote, know it's going to work or be successful because so many new businesses fail, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we absolutely, you know, had that business plan. So that took a, a minute, you know, lots of late nights kind of typing away and putting thoughts down on paper. Mm-hmm. And how do you get the word out about a gym? What are the things that you, that you did or that you do? Um, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier about this community and there, mm-hmm. there's this yeah. kind of, um, it, it's a, that's the word I, I jotted down in my note was community is, um, yeah. you know, what, what kind of creates this magic. So like maybe how did you, how did you start getting the word out and then kind of like, you know, well, you're exactly right. Hamilton. It is, it is magic. It is, um, but we have the best community and, um, really I think rock climbing lends itself to, just really nice people who are willing to help one another when you look at a lot of different sports so many sports um you know not saying there's mean people in them but certainly with you when you look at a sport like surfing which is pretty popular in virginia beach people get really territorial over that perfect wave you know you're out there and you cut someone off and that person gets really mad at you and Mm. um you know it's not as much of a community atmosphere um at least from what i think i've heard other people talk about um and when you when you look at climbing, it is you know this great opportunity where you get to go out in nature, and so you're in the mountains or you're in a you know a rocky area, and so you go on these great trips with people, and you you can camp with them, you can hike with them, you see you know beautiful nature t- together, and um, so you have this camaraderie built in, um, and particularly that's been important here in Norfolk because we don't have a ton of rock climbing here in Norfolk or even in Hampton Roads. If you want to go outdoor rock climbing, you're driving at least to Richmond, but probably, you know, five, six, seven hours out to, you know, West Virginia or North Carolina. Um, And so, well, you're going with your other fellow rock climbers. So that bond, you know, you develop that on road trips and through camping and, um, you know, all those hours that you spend just sitting at the crag and, um, talking with the people that you're climbing with so you the the community that we have is wonderful um, and it's just it's a really cool one because so many new people are coming into rock climbing now and so you have 
um, this community that's been here for many, many, many years, and then they're kind of, you know, getting introduced to more and more people as people are kind of the secrets getting out there about how fun rock climbing is. Um, so it's been a growing community, and that's why when we designed the building, we really wanted to have a couple different sports under one roof. You know, we have certainly a ton of rock climbing, um, but we also have yoga. We also have um, hit group fitness classes with a full gym, you know, weights, um, treadmills, everything, because we wanted to have cross-training available, but also because we wanted to make ourselves more attractive to people that maybe weren't able to commit to rock climbing every single day, at least at first, but wanted to do, okay, we'll do yoga one day, we'll do a group fitness class another day, we'll do climbing on the next day. Um, so the space really lends itself to not only current climbers, but um, developing newcomers into becoming climbers and, you know, becoming in, in, uh, in tune with our community. I like that. It's kind of, you know, you, you bring in, you have your core, and then you kind of like, you cultivate other sort mm -hmm. of groups, so that, I like that. Yeah. How do you think about the next location? Because you've got, you have one location, and then, right. mm -hmm. you know, you decide on a second location. Um, are, how, do you, how, do, how do you even think about that? Do you think about, well, we're getting a bunch of requests from this location, mm -hmm. so let's service it? Do you think about it from a vision standpoint? You just think this location actually needs us we're mm -hmm. going to be the leader and we build it they will come <laughs> how do you kind of approach that well we're so excited you know so our next location is in virginia beach it's about 12 miles away from our current location in norfolk and um really when we when we built our current gym it's what's called a bouldering gym and so we have walls that are you know 19 20 feet um so fairly low relatively speaking when you're comparing it to uh, gyms where you walk in and they're really high walls. So our type of rock climbing that we currently have doesn't require any ropes um, And so it literally, you know, you can just go by yourself if you wanted to you don't need a partner to belay you with the harness or anything You can just it's you in the wall. You can go as high as you want to or not um, So we wanted to put the bouldering gym here to kind of test the market and just make sure that we were able to have enough climbers that were interested in something like this and you know the response was overwhelming it was very clear that people love rock climbing here in Hampton Roads and that they wanted the full facility with ropes and everything so that's our biggest difference um, as we you know look forward to expanding into the second facility we're gonna have huge you know walls that are 50 plus feet in the air so that means ropes it means harnesses um, belay partners things like that um, we have a speed wall, so we basically at the new location we, we're gonna have everything that we currently have and more, um, and a, a lot more really when you when you think about it. <laughs> I love that! Wow, and you know maybe talk about um, you know how it seems like you guys have a nice network and kind of group. Do you go to someone uh, in a related industry as a mentor or to get any advice, or mm -hmm. are you getting a banker or someone to look over your business plan and kind of mm -hmm. give you like? you know their two cents on maybe what you're doing or like how do you think about like influences mm -hmm. business advisors how know. does it all come together mm -hmm. our biggest asset when we were building our current gym was the wall builders manufacturers that we were working with um, it's a company called vertical solutions um, they build gyms all around the United States, all around the world, and so this is what they do as their profession. They, they know the markets, they know what works, um, they essentially have a consulting um, side of their business, and so they were instrumental in determining um, which, which, what aspects were going to be successful and which ones we should really give some extra thought to. 
Um, so they, they just had a lot to, they, they bounced back and forth a lot of different ideas with us. Um, we basically came up with the ideas and we would run them through um, myself, Matt and Jason. We would talk about them. Um, we would figure out how we felt about it. And then, you know, the ones that made sense, we would go to vertical solutions and say, you know, here's how we want to execute this, or this is what we're envisioning for over here. Um, and, you know, it's everything down to even the ping pong table that we have. So we got all the way done planning everything, building all the walls, looking at everything. And it was like, okay, guys, like, what else? Are we missing anything? And, you know, the last comment as just a joke from Vertical Solutions was, oh, well, you guys need a ping pong table, right? And it was just like a, you know, ha-ha, of course, you know, um, that would be a fun thing to have. But then it really became, oh, wait, we really do need a ping pong table because Love you that. see those at plenty of <laughs> other gyms. And, you know, that's why we have that kind of fun recreation space in the middle of our current location because um, yeah you're not going to climb for six hours straight you want to maybe climb for a little bit and then grab a coffee and then play a game of ping pong and it's people come for the ping pong there's not a lot of inline, in indoor ping pong tables and um, it's you know we have many challenges or competitions at our big rock climbing competitions for ping pong so it has been a really funny part that was sort of like a last minute add-on that we might not have thought of immediately had uh, vertical solutions not said anything to us wow no that's interesting do you go to any kind of national conferences or Mm -hmm. events um how do you kind of i guess sharpen uh you know the tools and kind of i guess stay up to date on Mm -hmm. you know what's going on yeah so there is a one national conference for rock climbing it's called uh, the climbing wall association summit conference and it happens every may in um in colorado and it's an extraordinary resource for really the entire rock climbing industry whether you're thinking about opening a gym whether you already own a gym whether you work at a gym um you know whether you're a vendor to a gym anybody that's affiliated with a climbing gym would benefit from going to this conference and so i went to it uh right before we opened and um then a year later we were actually six months later we applied and we were selected to speak at the conference the following year so this past year in may um, we spoke at the conference and uh, we look forward to attending again this year and uh, it's just it's a wonderful opportunity to learn about all, all different aspects of the community, whether it's outdoor rock climbing. Um, certainly the focus is on indoor, but of course, by nature of the sport, people do go outdoors. And so it's a nice mix of both. And of course, because it's in Colorado, you get to do some outdoor climbing when you're there. So that's really nice too. Two for one right there. Yeah. Yep. So talk, if at all, I mean, what are you guys doing kind of for the members and customers like when Mm -hmm. they're not in the gym like you know do you are there groups they can Mm -hmm. join and kind of engage or is there um do you guys do any like you have an email list like maybe talk about like yeah. the digital stuff yes yeah, so we do. do a monthly email newsletter and that goes through the different events that we have each month at the gym um, so that's a great way to kind of keep in touch we certainly have social media you know you can follow us at latitude climbing or allowed to climb instagram versus facebook um, and then um, one of the things that we've started up this year actually was we found that there was a real need and real desire for women to learn how to rock climb Um, And so we just started up the Latitude Ladies League, 
And um, so that means right now in January, every Tuesday, we're getting together at 6.30 with whoever wants to show up. It's just very casual, very informal. Um, so a bunch of women show up and we just focus on, you know, maybe one or two things, again, pretty casually, you know, how to fall properly or how to do a heel hook, you know, just a couple different techniques. And, um, you know, really it's just a get together for other women to get to know each other. Um, because there seems to be this barrier that women face where maybe they wouldn't try out rock climbing alone, but they would try it with a, you know, with a friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have that on Facebook. People have joined that and that's wildly popular. We have, um, we're actually looking at, you know, continuing it for February and beyond. So it was just kind of, we decided to try it in Tuesdays in January and we're going to change it to be Fridays in February and uh, I, I anticipate that this will be a really popular thing moving forward it, it certainly gained a lot of traction even in the couple weeks that it's existed so that's great yeah and I guess that is another point is like you know how do you guys get um, I guess like new folks in maybe that you know aren't you know they've never climbed yeah. you know or maybe there's just uh, they're trying to figure out like where to start like mm -hmm. what do you recommend someone do like is this and, and and is this something that you know can a company kind of bring a bunch of people yeah. to you guys I know a lot of our listeners are mm -hmm. you know office managers and executives and mm -hmm. leaders and they have kind of uh you know employee engagement you know on the mind you know once a year or quarter or whatever right. they go get somewhere out there and do something, fun. Do something. It, yep. can you guys kind of work with them yes. uh on that kind of uh yeah, so we, it, again, it starts with the community. Really, that's the theme with us is um, we, we really want to be there to support our community. So the first thing that we do to attract newcomers is we give all of our current members a free guest pass. Um, so that means included with your monthly membership, you get one free guest pass to give to a buddy so that you can bring them into the gym and they can experience the whole thing for free. Um, and, and, you know, it's a wonderful way to get all your friends to become climbers, really. Um, so that's that's where it starts um, and then in terms of you know we do corporate team building we're having a group come in at the end of March with about 40 people come in and we're gonna run a team building opportunity with them we also have event space too so we have a, um, a room that we have birthday parties in that we host yoga in um, that has plenty of availability where people can come in and they can book it for an hour they can book it all day um, you know we have different opportunities there um, but so we have audiovisual capabilities and um, people can run meetings in there for corporations and then afterwards take everybody out to the climbing area and have some fun so we've done that we've reached out to local schools um, schools will bring their kids in for PE you know gym class so we can run big groups like that summer camps things like that but I mean we really pride ourselves in being able to custom tailor our whatever your event what you'd like to see we can make that happen you know we have just so many different people with different skill sets so um, if there's a particular thing that your company is struggling with if it's communication if it's um, you know team building that you want to work on let us know and we can figure out how do we uh, how can we tailor some activities to that and we're pretty budget friendly too we can make anything happen with uh with great budgets so yeah it's been fun what are you kind of uh what are you excited about for the new year do you uh you have anything that is coming up any events any anything going on well this is actually a really monumental year hamilton because the olympics for the first time ever are going to be hosting rock climbing 
So this summer, um, we are looking forward to that. That'll be in, um, you know, June, July timeframe and where we'll get ready for that. We're hosting, um, you know, we'll be able to project that onto the TVs at the gym and everything. So that will be pretty exciting. Um, the other thing that will happen right after that is our new location will open in Virginia beach. So those are probably the two biggest things in 2020 that we're looking forward to. And then second to those would be our competitions. So coming up on March 7th, we have the parallel, um, which is our, um, bouldering competition where people come from all over the East coast to try their hand at, uh, at the sport and see how they do. $500 cash purse for men's and women's. So there's a lot of money in it to be had. Um, and, um, yeah, so those are, those are our big events. We usually do the, um, spring competition, which is the one I just mentioned, and then we'll have another one in the fall as well. So those are kind of our big things in the year. We also do community bouldering leagues where, um, you'll get together with another, uh, you know, three or four or five members and you all work on, uh, rock climbing together throughout the entire month at the end of the month there's a winner so that's pretty fun too we do two of those a year so those are big events that's exciting <laughs> where can everyone kind of connect with you and follow along with your journey um i would definitely say um, first and foremost come to the gym check it out um, you can also follow us on social media um, at latitude climb and at latitude climbing for facebook and instagram um, and when you come to the gym, when you sign our waiver, um, you can sign up for our digital mailing list so we can uh, keep in touch with you that way as well. Sounds good. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you.